Podnuts wants to thank everyone who supports the network by going to www.podnuts.com slash Amazon. Hey everybody, welcome to Geeksters episode 166. This is a show where we talk about all things geeky. It's got a computer in it. At some point we're going to talk about it from iPhones to Android phones, digital watches, Windows 10. That's right, Windows 10. We're going to talk about Windows 10 today, I think. I think today is our, our tribute to the 10. Uh, but before we get going, my name is Martin Obano. I'm one of the co-hosts here on this fabulous show. Uh, I want to just give a quick shout-out to a couple of our sponsors. One is the ACRBO. That's the Association of Computer Repair Business Owners. If you go to podnuts.com, all the way on the left-hand side, go about halfway down. Um, currently, right now, the ARC, ACRBO logo is stuck between Android, AppNX, and Linux for the rest of us. Uh, as Geeksters has the top spot as of right now on the podnuts.com page. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, what is ACRBO? Like I said, it's Association of Computer Repair Business Owners. It's for a, there's a fee. Um, you get in, um, and the prices are, I think they're uh, $50 for a year for a, for a membership account. It can go up from there. You get discounts. Um, I've used it for Screen Connect. You can use the discounts for, um, I saw MaxMail, I saw Ditto, I saw... Uh, uh, there's a whole, I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff in there, um, so you get all these things. Um, I just renewed, so if you're looking at the video, there's my cert, um, good through July 22nd, 2016. Uh, I just, this is my uh, little professional member there. Um, I've been a member now for a couple years, and it's a good little uh, place to just go. They have a forum, they've got vendors, they have academies, they've got webinars, they've got blogs. Check them out. AC. RBO, that's Association of Computer Repair Business Owners. And Herman Poole has taken the reins, reins of that, and he has ran with it, and he's doing a great job. So we want to thank ACRBO for being a sponsor of the Podnets Network, which then in turn becomes a sponsor of Geeksters. So I want to introduce my men that I hang out with, my homies, Tim and Mitch. Hey, guys, how's it going? What up, dog? What up, dog? How you doing? I'm doing well. Doing real good. It's hot here today. Hot. Yeah, it's been hot here too. Uh oh. This is our this is our world record was it not world record but our record record breaking day of over 90 degree weather. I think it's something like 25 days or something like that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's been a really it's been like a really cool a really nice cool summer here. Uh, it was rainy for the most part, but it's it's funny just just as the kids are going back to school, we're finally getting that hot weather that uh, you really associate with summer. So um, I, I'm not sure I, I've heard people complain about that. I don't understand that. I thought it was a fantastic summer, nice and green here, much like you often find the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> I know um, everything was nice and green here. Uh, I mean. It, through July, I'm like mowing lawn. Everything's nice and beautiful. So, um, and the kids, you know, the kids, the kids don't care. It's 55 degrees outside. They're getting in the swimming pool. They don't care. So, I, I kind of thought it was the best of both worlds. Um, but uh, yeah, we're sending them kids off school here next week. So, you got our hot weather, I guess, then, huh? Yeah. Yep. Um, my kids don't start school until the ninth or the tenth. It depends on it depends on if you're a freshman um, or wow. not. Yeah. So. There you go. They don't start for a couple weeks, but Oregon has a very short school year. So, well, I think ours are padded out with potential snow days. Well, Farmer's Almanac says that it's supposed to be a wet, wind, wet and snowy weather for us this winter. So, we'll uh, guess we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. If the kids are still in school by the end of you know by July fourth, it means we had a lot of snow days. July fourth. <laughs> 
if if they if they need days off from school to go out and detassel corn. <laughs> there you go. Oh gosh, July Fourth. Okay, well we'll see. Yes. Yep, yep. Mitch, you still Mitch, you doing good? Yeah, I'm. I'm still kicking. Which well, that's is, always good. At my age, I'm lucky to get up in the morning. So. Oh, good grief! You're a young whippersnapper. You're only as young as you, or only as old as you think you are. No, they tell me. Old, so. They tell me something different at work. They keep on, keep on saying, "Why don't you retire?" It's pretty bad when your bosses tell you, "Why don't you retire? Why don't you retire?" No, no, they don't. I'm joking. Oh, why? Why don't you retire? Two years. Two years. All right. In two years, folks. Possibly. Mitch is going to Mitch is going to take the helms of Geeksters and drive it st- onward and upward. Me? Yeah. yeah. No, you guys make geese, geeksters. I'm just here to record. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, things are uh, things are well. So I, as of last week, didn't get a chance to mess too much with Windows 10. I have now installed it on this machine behind me this morning. That's um, that's pretty much where it's at. That's my Windows 10 experience so far. <laughs> Looks good. I know. It's. It, I mean, the machine hasn't blown up. It's. It's not on fire. So hey. That's a, I think that's a, so far that's a win in my in my book. The number one thing to do, actually, which I I did it wrong. If you're doing the upgrade, um, or if you're doing a clean install, you want to do a custom. The very first thing you need to do is this. You got to turn that off if you want to. If you can read that, Mark, you can explain it better than me. So what Mitch has brought up on his screen is the um, is the the how the upgrades are delivered. This is one of the things that I, I'm, I'm looking to both you guys. I know, Tim, you've been using Windows 10. Um, this update allows Windows 10, so that when this is on, Windows 10 will share its updates with other people within your network. Um, so instead of, uh, instead of me going out and grabbing my updates, all my updates from Microsoft or from my WSUS server, I would kind of colo updates and share within your network. I could see the benefits of it in that in a business, in a business network. You kind of um, it almost reminds me of a of a BitTorrent or a you know a torrent it where is. you're sharing exactly you know Same where you're technology. sharing that, where you're sharing that net that network and stuff like that. So that's great, except for the fact that say what if you go to um, what if you're at a coffee shop or an open location um, you know and and they haven't hardened down their network enough where your data is isolated from everybody else's data. Could you then possibly be sharing updates? Now it's just updates, but could you possibly be sharing updates? And you're you're basically sharing your bandwidth and processing power to other computers in the same network. Yeah, it's fine on your your own network, but when you when it says PC PCs on my local network and PCs on the inter- internet, that's a different story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so there's a network. So you can turn it on for your network, or you can turn it on for the internet. Which, yeah, just you know what I say, just turn it off. That's my vote. But it is pretty. I would say that uh, it's kind of pretty. Yeah, the uh, you don't want, uh, you you got your start menu back, but it's not like the old start menu we're used to. I mean, you you have your tiles in there, and but you can you can you can delete all that stuff if you want. But uh, I mean, I like it. I'm sorry with me. But I haven't had a chance to uh, customize it because I put it on two machines and I've been mainly messing around with my i5. This is an i3 laptop that, that you're seeing now. That's I'm not. I mean, I'm not doing the broadcast on here. I'm on a different PC, but I'm using this program Wirecast. It lets me, you know, see other computers on my network. So, but um, yeah. And and the best way to install it, if you're doing a clean install, and I'm not sure if, if you you probably have the choice too on the upgrade. 
you want to do a custom install this way because there's there's a lot of security stuff. Maybe you can get into that more and explain it better than me. But you need to turn a lot of that stuff off. Yeah, yeah. So so far, and this is so I brought. I have two tips for uh, regarding that one thing. And um, Timmy, you still there with us, or? Oh yeah, I'm still okay. here. Well, yeah. you were you you were very quiet and still in the on the video. Well, so no, it's, it's, well, I'm 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 uh, no, I'm just taking all this Windows 10 crap in. Go ahead. So before we before we get to the tips though, you've been using Windows 10. I mean, you've been using Windows 10 and and are using Windows 10 right now, correct? Yeah, and uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, you're um you're having mic problems, by the way, Tim. Yeah. Still what? Really? Well, it yeah, just sounds it sounds crackly. Yeah, crackly. Maybe it, it might be too loud or something or. We can understand you though. It's not robotic like somebody was a couple of weeks ago, but well, I am, but I am using Chrome, so. Hmm. Hmm. Well, what? Anyway, go, go ahead. What are your thoughts on ten? Then, if you've been, I mean, you've used it in a in a, in a live production um, environment, definitely more than me. Okay, so first of all, my my audio good or no? It's fine. It's, we can really? we can make out what you're saying. Oh, well, that's not that's unacceptable. We can make out what I'm saying. It well, sounds like. It, that's the right mic. It, what it sounds like, it sounds like you are peaking, and so it's kind of crackling. It's modulated. If you can go into the settings and just maybe lower the mic settings, that might do it. I gotta... Yeah. But it could be Windows 10. <laughs> right. So while, while, while Tim looks for that, so to Mike, um, Mike Smith, who I got a chance to, and a pleasure to meet at the ChannelCon uh, hangout in, in uh, Chicago. Great guy. Didn't get a chance to meet him. He fell ill a little bit, and... Um, everybody's just kind of running around and doing stuff, and uh, so. Uh, but great guy, he came up with a couple. He came up. He actually installed Windows 10, did an upgrade to his machine at the conference while he was just hanging out in his hotel room. And kudos and props to you for doing it when you don't have all your equipment and you are away from home. Because I'm not sure I would do that. But uh, props to Mike Smith for <laughs> for taking that leap. He came up with 10, sorry, 11 Windows 10 tips. And it's a PDF, so I'm going to put a link in the show notes and, and uh, in the chat room. It's just a link right to his PDF that talks about it. And it's things like disable sharing your bandwidth, and that's exactly what you were talking about, Mitch. Um, turning on system restore, checking your screensaver settings. Um, in Windows 10, the screensavers automatically default one goes to your photos, uh, your, your My Pictures document. And apparently this has gotten some people in trouble because some people, I've heard, have had a folder, a subfolder, with photos in it that sh that may or may not want to be seen by their spouse, um, and that then all of a sudden became part of the screensaver. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> we haven't had a good we haven't had a good Tim is back. Oh, that, re that, re that reminds me of the joke where uh, on, on a dude's birthday, you know, his wife says, oh, you hey, uh, want me to change into something more comfortable? You know, and he's like, oh, yeah, and she leaves the room. And, you know, well, he undresses. She comes back. It's a surprise party, and Grandma's there and everything. Oh, gosh. Anyway, go ahead. We haven't Sorry. had a good laugh like that from Tim in a, in a while. Oh, so, my goodness that gracious. Was a good one. Um, uh, yeah. Turn off File Explorer, quick access view, schedule your restarts, command prompt tools, um, record a video of an app that talks about how to do that because right now there's a recording uh, DVR, like a game DVR function 
for so you can record like games, but there's a way to turn it on so you can actually record um, maybe like a training video or something like that. Um, getting rid of the old stuff, managing your notifications, disabling Wi-Fi Sense. That's the one where it you excuse me it will automatically share your password through your contacts for Facebook, Skype, and Outlook. So um, I could use my Windows 10. Tim and I are Facebook friends. He gets my password. He brings his laptop over to my house because he wants to come over and visit me. Um, he comes into my home. Boom, he can jump on my wireless because I'm sharing it through Facebook. So there's a way to turn that off. Um, some new keyboard shortcuts and then setting up your default app. So Mike, uh, Mike Smith, 10, sorry, 11 Windows 10 tips. The, the, it'll be in the show notes and also I just put it in the chat room for everybody to, to take a look at. The other thing, since I'm, I'm on this one, Security Now, episode 519. So this would have been, not today's, this would have been on August 4th. Steve Gibson, about the last hour of the show, goes through all of those. When you click Express, when you, when you, not, when you choose not to do the Express settings, he goes through every single setting and talks about every single one. So if you're interested, check out Security Now, episode 519. And uh, that will that will be in there, and it's called the Windows 10 Privacy Trade-off. Um, so yeah, so now Tim, what? Uh, well, what are your thoughts on Windows 10? I, I, look, I mean, is my audio any good or not? I mean, it's I mean, it's, 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 it's listenable, but it it's it's crackly. Uh, that's a bunch of crap. Well. Uh, well, in that case, I, I'm just going to hit the high spots here because I did have a number of things I wanted to bring, but. Um, Hey, look, it's. Hey, my my opinion of it is it's not Windows 8, and and I say that in a good way, and I, I'm really prepared just to leave it at that. I my opinion's not fully baked on this, and I got I got to say that there's I actually have a lot of good things to say about it as far as just the usability. You know, m most of the complaints I had about Windows 8 are this fixes them, and so. Eight and eight point one. So I feel I feel very very good about that. You know, this is something that coming from Windows. 7, having never seen Windows eight, if you came from Windows seven, upgraded, and we're using this Windows ten, I feel like you could do that, and um, you're not instantly infuriated. Um, you know, really, really, my opinion of it is, uh, I, 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 and I'll tell you, I, I think that generally speaking, I think it's not. I don't think it's terribly attractive. Um, uh, and, and really, that's where I'm going to leave it right now. Is that this is uh, this is <laughs> I'm going to summarize it like this. It's like your second wife, not particularly attractive, but easy to live with. And hey, I'm hey, 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 hey! What? 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 What did I say? Uh, what did I say? What did I say? I'm on my second marriage. Well, okay, but I mean, that's just kind of where I'm going to leave it. But she's beautiful. But I so it's like your second wife, except in Mitch's case. <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> now I feel like doing that laugh, but I don't know how. But... So that's, I mean, that's how kind of where I'm leaving. As far as my experience, uh, I was I was pushed off the ledge a little sooner than I wanted to. Uh, my desk machine here, I came down one day and it was all off, and I, I think from a power outage or something. I turned it on, and the uh, the, the Ethernet uh, adapter had gotten zapped. I guess so. I had no no way to uh, connect the internet with it without rigging something up. So I thought, well, I'm just going to install it on this. And I collected a bunch of stuff I'd lay around here. So th this machine here, it's an i7, 12 gigs of RAM. Oh, wow. Ooh. With a, got a 120 gig SSD. So, uh, 
if it if something doesn't work, there's a real issue. Your 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 video is really smooth. That's one thing. It's going good for you. Really, really okay, smooth. All right. Well, that's that's good. Um, I I did have issues. The major issues that I found with Windows 10 so far is just resolving um, display issues with uh, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> excuse me uh, graphics drivers trying to install um, uh, video cards because. Mm -hmm. I, you're having to use a lot of, the, of Windows, um, you know, there a lot of the, of the drivers they provide. So all the manufacturers haven't really caught up with that. So uh, there was that, and I've gotten calls about people installing, having video problems, um, and uh, there's quite a bit of uh, uh, history with this during the the, uh, the testing development stages of it, where people are getting black screens uh, with just yeah. the mouse and what that is is where Windows thinks um, that there's actually yeah, external monitor. There's actually dual displays, yeah. and you're seeing you're seeing yeah. the second display, and so there's kind of a way of blindly logging in and then getting yourself resolved that way. Um, but and but but then for kicks, I, I found an old machine out in the in the, in the garage, and I, I hooked it up, and I successfully successfully installed and used Windows 10 on oh, an old machine. It was a P4 with a gig of RAM. P4. Uh, yeah, and then installed and it runs. Now it's not it. You wouldn't want you wouldn't want to use this daily driver, but I mean, right. it installed, ran, and I was using. Uh, you know, I loaded up Chrome and was browsing the internet, and I, it's like I said, it wasn't fun. It wasn't pleasant to use. It was slow, but it was it was a P4 for crying out loud. So yeah. the gig of RAM, um, and so of course it's a fresh install. You don't have a lot of other stuff going, but um, it idled at 600 megs of RAM use. So. I, I thought that was pretty impressive. Yeah. So anyway, that's um, that's kind of where I'm at with it so far. Cool. Yeah. This so the one behind me. What I did is I just um, took a so I had a I hadn't licensed the copy of Windows Seven that I've been using. Um, so I tried to install Windows Ten on it. Just do the just a straight upgrade. Um, it wanted me to put a key in. I didn't have a key. So because I'd been running just a you know the, just saying never mind never mind don't bother me about it. Um, and uh, it wouldn't upgrade. By the time I got to one point where it said you have to put a key in, I said skip or no or cancel, and it took me right back to Windows 7. So I went and downloaded the ISO and then put it on a new thumb, new hard drive, brand new, fresh install, um, and just skipped the key because I'm just going to test with it. Um, so I have not put a key in there. It's not activated, um, and I'm just, just going to be uh, going that route and seeing what happens with it. Um, it looks like Uncle Al in the chat room is saying that TechWriter is saying that Microsoft can disable pirated games on Windows 10. Yeah, it can, it can detect it, and um, yeah, there is a lot of security issues. Uh, I don't know. Not that I would ever run a legal game or anything like that. I don't play any games, period. But well, it's just the you know Microsoft just jumping in your computer and you know being able to do things like that. But I you know I guess if you're going to use their product, I I don't know. I I haven't like I said I haven't messed with it too much. I don't know much about that. But what do you guys think about that? I mean, with an operating system, you know. Instead of you being able to do what you want to do with it, now it's to the point where if you want to run it, this is what, you know, it's getting more and more basically our way of the highway. Well, there's there's this, uh, let me get this one, if I can find this one article. I mean, there there's a lot of security things, like people are worried about it's you know, recording touchscreen. If you have a touchscreen, which I don't, it's going to record keystrokes or key logging. But I think it's just meant for, you know, error, you know, checking for errors. But um, let me find this article. But I don't. I I saw that about about the OS being able to disable pirate. So you know what I think. 
I don't think anything of that. I think Windows has always been a it's a complete wasteland of of of, uh, you know, of, of piracy. People do you know, pretty much doing as they please with with pirated software. I I it, Windows itself has been is victim of it as much as anything. Um, I believe that's nothing more than a little bit of saber rattling, and I I, I don't see where um, they shouldn't be able to do some degree of that if they wanted to, and, and and then having said that, I think that there will always be ways around um, whatever they put in place, and if, you know, and if there's not, somebody will develop one. That's once again, I I don't feel there's any. I, I feel that you should that pirated software should be that should be a self-regulating thing, and I think it will continue to do so. But if, if they put some some things in place, I don't think. I don't, I don't. I think they should. I think they can if they want. I don't see any problem with that. And and if anybody wants to get around it, they should be able. They will. Should they will be able to? I'm sure. I think it's much ado about nothing. Well, here's a there's a privacy setting in there, and there's an advertising thing where, um, it, like if you have enabled, it's, it, will, it will let apps use my advertising ID for experience across apps. Turn this off will reset your ID. So. Is that like targeted advertising or something like that? It's going to allow third-party apps to do this, or so I'm not sure all about that. And and it can use your camera. You want to turn all that stuff off, and I don't know. Just if I if think I, I, look the moment, the moment you could the moment you plug an Ethernet cable into a computer. You're right. You're right. Well, exactly. that's the moment you plug it, your privacy is gone. Right. I mean, that's you're right. That's the longest short of it. As soon as you're on the internet, life, you know, once you're connected up. I don't. I don't. I think you pretty much give away all your all your privacy, and anything you do after that is 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 an attempt to, um, you know, try and uh, uh, you know, plug holes in the dam. Uh, you know, when when you're dealing with appliances that you wouldn't expect that from, like your television, your refrigerator, your wash machine, if that stuff's providing, you know. If, if it's connected up and providing information, I mean that's different. But I mean, with all these phones, these computers, and all these things, look. If you if you want privacy, just you have to stay off, stay off the uh, stay off the system, keep it unplugged. That's all there is to it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, that's uh, that's why we have things like firewalls and routers and intrusion detection systems and uh, all of that stuff is because as soon as you plug something up into the network, it's you know it's fair game. But on this other hand, but we don't want regulation. We want that fair game. We want that wild west if you will because we want to be able to do things on the internet so we battle with this we battle with this wild west analogy yeah. of yeah. of we don't want the government or any other third party entity filtering our stuff content filtering our stuff telling us what we can and can't view what we can and can't do on the internet but yet because we don't have any filters because we don't have anything in place and, and don't get me wrong i'm not in favor of of you know uh, government content filtering i don't i don't th- I, I like having the internet I don't want to become uh, a regulated society like China where the government rules what is allowed in media. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want that. So don't get me wrong, but I'm but what I'm saying is that we we have this we have this we have this problem. We want our cake and we want to eat it too. And and we we have to live with the we I think we would rather take the openness of the internet and dealing with all of this stuff by putting hole by by plugging these holes in the dams with intrusion detection systems and pro- programs like Untangle and PFSense and firewalls and routers and we 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 would rather do that 
than say, okay, let's just filter the snot out of it. So we, what we get is this condensed version that's all nice and neatly packaged. We don't want that. We want the whole thing and let us monitor it and let's, uh, let us individually take on those responsibilities. There could be a problem with that because you have smart people and honestly you have not so smart people and the smart people will not get infected and the, and the, not, so, and the, the not so smart people will, which keeps us in business. Okay, I, you were taking a far greater uh, well, I, glo I know. global uh, view of that. I, I'm not in favor of any kind of you know, federal uh, uh, regulation uh, uh, or con you know, a content filtering type of thing. I, I, I see where you're going with that. Um, I, I did go about the big brush. As far as, as, far as um, and, and, I, and I, agree, I agree with you absolutely. As far as privacy issues, um, I, I suppose that it's it is good that you have all these options. Um, I just don't. I don't. I don't see where. I, I don't see where there's anything in Windows 10 that's like, aha! This is where they're trying to get you. I mean, it's it's like the you're being presented with options to, to turn things off or turn things on. But I don't see where it's a big Windows screw you consumer where you know uh, where we uh, you know, we found this and you're trying to do that to us. It's like you know what that. Yeah, when you, the, we've been dealing with these Android things, you know, forever. I, I, I've been a little, a little surprised by the heat that Microsoft has been drawing for the things that they're asking permission to do or giving the option to turn off. That that many times on our Android phones, it's like, well, it's just Google, and that's just what they do. Right. And it's no big deal. So. No, that is a that is a that's a great um, that's a great point. Remember when Facebook came out on the Android phone, uh, the Facebook Messenger? And it was all about looking at your contacts and your calendars and your, yeah. con you know, all that kind of stuff. And it was like, whoa, this is a big problem. Uninstall it, uninstall it, uninstall it. Well, it's no different than any of the other apps that jump on there. I mean, yes, there's problems like flashlight problems. You know, I want a flashlight. Well, why do you need to have my contacts for the flashlight? I get that. But you're right. Microsoft is taking a lot of heat over all of these settings, which we just kind of go, meh. Like you said, it's Google. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's interesting. So in your thought then. And I'm gonna. This may the way I present this question may be kind of weighted one side or another. But with Windows 7 still being valid, updated, legal, ready to use, protected, not protected, uh, supported up until 2020, right now. Now your decision may change later. Right now, with being on Windows 10 for the last week or so, have you is 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 the move from 7 to 10 needed or even validated? Is there anything in 10 that you say hands down move to 10? This is as the long best as free, thing. right? Or do you I just would, say, you know I what? Would, no, no, I would, I would do it as long. It, I would keep Windows Seven until Windows Ten is about to stop being the free. Is, is, it stops being a free upgrade, and then I would do it. I would say, you know, if you can keep Windows Seven, I would do it. I don't, th I don't see any compelling reason to upgrade from Seven to Ten. I wouldn't recommend. I wouldn't recommend it to my mother. Now, when it, when it, when it stops, when I see where it's going to stop being a free upgrade. I'd say, okay, mom. So let's save you some money. Upgrade from the Windows Seven to Ten, um, but but that's that's it. I don't see any component. Now I have it. I'm I'm going to keep it on this machine, you know, because I need to kind of what I'm dealing with here. But um, uh, no, what well, what's the compelling reason here? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, I, I think the it's a free upgrade. I, that's I think that's the I think that's the compelling reason. Right? Well, I had a, I mean, what else is there? Right. I mean, I had a client today call me up, uh, email me, and he's a lawyer. Uh, he he is one of the partners in the law office, and they said we want to upgrade from Windows 10, Windows 7 to Windows 10. They have a Lenovo ThinkPad; it's a year and a half old. Why shouldn't we upgrade? And I said, well, 
I said, right now it's a little bit buggy. I haven't been able to figure out all the features on the way it uses. I know that some people are having audio issues, some people are having printing issues, some people are having, you know, mice issues, touchpad issues. Um, you know, so basically it came down to I realize it's free. It's going to be free for a year. They're supposed to be releasing some updates. I heard in October, November for Windows 7. It's, you know, it's essentially like the Windows 7 Service Pack 2. They're not going to be calling it that, but it'll be upgrades for Windows 10. It's so new that hold off. You have a year to upgrade. There's right, no reason right. right now to upgrade. I said you can upgrade if you want to. I said, but he said, well, then he came. Well, and I said, but I don't recommend it. They came back with, but I know that you can roll back after the upgrade. I said yes, but I can't find any uh, documentation <laughs> that that's, that says that says once you upgrade and then you roll back, are you able to roll? Are you able to move forward again? Yes, like I, I did that. But can you go back and forth and back and forth? I did it twice. I, I mean, okay. Then I did the um. Let me see. I wrote because I was having having that problem with Teamspeak. I rolled back to eight, and the problem was still there. Upgraded again, and yeah, everything you know, everything's fine. And this, this problem still existed. So then, I, then I did the clean install. So essentially, you could say I did it three times. But but once they have that on record, you know, I was activated the first time. And they have it on record. So I did the clean install, and it was activated immediately as soon as when it's booted up with the clean install. But but there's but there's no documentation that 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 lawyers with Lenovo's oh. can success can successfully upgrade to Windows 10, decide if they like it or not. If they don't successfully roll back and in the future successfully roll forward without any phone calls to Martin. I mean that's right. that's the bottom line. And if, and if it's if this this is a computer making money, that that's the reason why you don't because it's 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 in production. It's making money. We can't have it down. And I don't want any calls over things that I'm telling you not to do. Right, and that's pretty much what it came down to. I said, you yeah. can if you want to. I said, I don't know if your printers, your Synology NAS, your mice, your touchscreen, I don't know if all any of that's going to work. And the only really way to check that if it's going to work is by doing it. And are you willing to take the risk of just doing it and hoping for the best rather than saying, I know right now that Windows 7 is working. It's good through 2020. I have a year before I need to actually get bit, get painted into a corner to actually upgrade to Windows 10 or I have nothing after that. Then, oh, you know, so so I, you know, he said, okay, they're going to hold off, and I think that's a great idea. I mean, at least give yeah, it, yeah, yeah. at least give it three um, or four, or six months. You, you have a, you have a month to go back and forth. The option is only available for a month after you upgrade to Windows 10. So you have a month to go back. Okay, so so here's right, a question. It says right there on the screen, so I couldn't. Remember. I guess we haven't reached that month yet, but but right, right. if I if I take my computer right now on August 18th and I roll it forward to 10, I know I have 30 days to roll it back. Okay, right, right. so now 15 days in, I say this is not going to work. I don't like this anymore. I roll it back. Now in 15 days, it's now been 30 days. Can I still roll forward? Or they say, you know what? It's been that month for you to just play around and test. What's going to happen there? We haven't reached that month yet. It was released on the 29th. It's now the 18th. We have 10 days before even the first people actually reach that that event horizon, if you will. So we don't know. I guess we're going to have to wait and see. I I think the issue is 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 uh, when you do the free upgrade, you have 30 days to roll it back and maintain. If this is it's from Windows 7, you have this is if going for sub. Well, I assume eight also, but you have 30 days to roll it back and maintain a Windows 7 or a product key. Once you're at that. 30 days you have to keep windows 10 and you can't go back because it's you, you can go back with your own software with you know if you have a a windows 8 you know you, you have your original eight see mine when i did a clean install i left the recovery partition intact 
because he came with eight point one. So I can I can go back that way. Well, I no the product key the product key that came with your machine. Like the way I understand the like this Windows Seven, <clears throat> I have three days to roll it back and make because that it takes that product key, uh, changes it into a Windows Ten product key, and then it's and then it's uh, uh, it's uh, bound to that hardware. I mean, that's the way I understand it. So mm. you have three days to roll it back and 30, and, yeah. and maintain that that you know, I would have three days to roll it back and maintain that Windows Seven product key. I mean, that's that's the way I understand it. So mm. in in the case of well, anyway, and, and if I misunderstand, then maybe I'm not going to continue. You might be right, actually. Yeah. Well, and what I'm so, finding, so, that, so if that's the case, it seems to me like you have a whole year. You can do this bouncing, bouncing back and forth thing all you want. And and keep in mind that if if you just want to try it out, just do just 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 go to the the, the media creation tool, make a uh, make a Windows 10 disk, and just install it with no product key. I'm not sure how long you can use it, but you can use it for a, yeah, well, you can well, use it for, for a while, plenty of time to test it without any 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 product key at all. Right, and that's what I've done. That's what I did too. And that's what I did on my P4 machine. Actually, but what I'm finding is that Windows 8 too. But what I'm finding is that multiple people are having multiple issues where there's not one thing of like, well, once you upgrade to Windows 10, okay, this is happening or that's happening. I mean, Kevin in the in the chat room is talking about he ran into an Nvidia drivers. I've had people lose their network connectivity. I've had office issues on you know, so there's three computers, three different problems. I've had mice and touchscreen issues. Now there's four computers, four different problems. I mean, it's you know what I mean? It, there's nothing that has been the same across the board. So if it was all the same and I said, okay, we know that this computer... Now, now chances are, his Lenovo ThinkPad's probably going to work just fine. The, the, I can roll the dice and probably say 80%, if not more, his computer will have zero issues when he upgrades to Windows 10. Are you willing to take that 20% chance, though, as the, in production, as a lawyer, you know what I mean? I, I, I wouldn't, as me being their IT guy and having to support them, I can't take that 20% risk because as soon as he goes down... Then, then what happens? I need to run to his office. I need to upgrade him or roll him back. Now, how much production has he lost? Where is he at in a legal brief? Is this going to throw his schedule back? I mean, you know, test it out or it just or just wait. And maybe that 20% chance will go away in the winter when people aren't as busy. You know, maybe maybe he, he'll have some more time or we'll go on a vacation. Then say upgrade it. We can fix it after that because you're not on vacation. And, 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 and if... <laughs> And if machines in a production environment have any third-party software on there that's critical to day-to-day -day operations, don't, don't, don't you dare touch the thing. Just leave it. If it's working now, leave it alone. Because now you got to chase chase down. If you have issues with that, what do you got to do? Especially if it's if it's uh, you know un somewhat unusual software. I'm speaking to kind of boutique software that with uh, maybe somewhat sketchy support that surely they have not necessarily got every every bug worked out with Windows 10, right? I mean, give me an example, Martin. You, you know, if you have something something specific to the business that you know, if there's some kind of specific, uh, uh, like for example, I'm thinking I, I'm thinking of a you know a heating and air company that has something very specific they use their heating and air, right? Uh, you know, or or Act software. Or you know, which is a database software for you know that um, I you know I, I don't know I don't I had something I was going to say and I completely lost what it was but oh you know in the past when you've gone from XP to seven or from seven to eight you the you had to take your computer to someone it was hard to do there was actually there was actions involved there was some there was not I don't want to say some skill but there was this 
you had to devote time. It's like sitting down and doing your taxes. You know, you had to devote time. You had to get the CD. You had to upgrade. You had to do this all these processes. It, it was so, an event. It was an event. Thank you. Exactly. It was an event. You had to set away time. It was a process to do an upgrade. Now Windows 10, and as a tech, that was easy for us because we could say, let's not do that now. I'll have to come and I'll have to help you out. You know, we can schedule it out. We can research it. We can do it. And now what's happening is by doing this in-place upgrade, Microsoft has made it harder on us because now instead of being proactive, we're now being reactive and having to put out fires. I understand why they're doing it. I understand they're going to go to this model of you know, in-place upgrades, and I think that's wise, and I think in the future that's going to work out better in the long run. It's just right now during this transition phase, um, I think as, as techs, we're, we're just saying, hold off, hold off, hold off, everybody just stop what you're doing because, you know, if you, if you don't, then, I mean, I've received four or five emails this week just of, hey, should I upgrade to Windows 10? No, why not? Here's my, you know, I'm basically copying pasting almost the same thing every time. And these are, you know, one client, one customer is a client who sends me her computers from Oklahoma when her computer has a problem. She wants to know whether or not she can upgrade to Windows 10. She's in the middle of school and she wants to know. I'm like, no, because you're in Oklahoma and if there's a problem, I'm going to have to have your computer because I may or may not be able to connect to you, especially if you have a network, you know, so. Yeah, if, if you, if, look, I understand people want to play with it. Play with it at home. Yeah. yeah. You know, play with it at home. Do all you want at home. I mean, this is. Oh my gosh! Don't mess with the stuff. Don't mess with the stuff at work. This is this thing's making you money. Don't touch it. Just don't do it. Don't do it. No. <laughs> well, have have we beat Windows 10 enough? Uh, yeah, uh, for today, yeah. but I'm just getting for, started for today. For today, well, keep working on Windows 10, Tim, and I'm I'm definitely curious to hear what you have to say. I want to know more about it. I'm going to start working with it a little bit more. I may make it a VM on my local machine on my Linux box here, just that way I always have it with me to play that's, with. That's as cheating. Opposed to. That's cheating. Well, I don't. I don't. Okay. <laughs> nah, I want to know how to use the stupid machine. It took me yeah. like four minutes to figure out how to even just change my home screen because it didn't save because there's I no. Know, I know. I know. So I went through. Those are the things. Those are the things I want to know. Play, like, how do you play, change- play around with Edge? I will drive you nuts. Try to set change your home page. I mean, I finally got it, but it's it's not. It's not like, you know, it's just a little different. They're, they, the controls, you know, one off, one off, one off. Yeah. The, I, actually, that was one other thing I wanted to mention was that sure. you know, years ago, we heard where everything would just be in the browser. And now it seems that didn't make any sense to me. I couldn't understand that. And darn it, that isn't the truth. I mean, uh, whatever, however different this thing is, installing everything, as soon as I installed Chrome, Signed into Chrome, and it started, um, you know, importing all of my, uh, all, all, of my all of all of all of my, um, my the um, come on, not the the not the the add, not add-ons, but extensions. the uh, the the extensions. It was like, ah, <laughs> you know, like F11 maximize this, and it's like, okay, all of a sudden. This isn't so weird, and it's like it's just because it was just it was just my browser window. It's my Chrome, um, which I, I don't well I don't say my Chrome. I I don't I don't I I've, I've, uh, I, I'm I have major problems with Chrome. I actually like Firefox and, and the others as well. But I, but it's true. So much of what we do is now in the browser. It was it was actually pretty amazing to me. It was really like a light switch that it was like, ah, how do you do this? How do you do that? As soon as I got Chrome installed and signed into it, it was like, wow, I can't believe it. all of a sudden this, this all of a sudden this big environment became ex- very familiar and usable. Um, so that was that was just an observation of mine. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things that is keeping me from moving from Chrome to Firefox is, I mean, I mean well, so we know that if you've listened to Geeksters a couple couple weeks ago, um, I was terrible. Yeah, I was exactly it was, something. something am laugh. I do, am I doing that now, or are you just making fun of me back then? No, no, it was no, I that was like it was a, a callback. Oh, okay. I was just making sure I wasn't doing that. Um, no. So that's what was happening. But then I moved to Firefox, or I at least now do the Hangout in Firefox. One of the things that's keeping me from making the changes, there's a third-party bookmark app that I've used in Chrome for many years called Speed Dial. Um, so it's set as my homepage. I don't really use my bookmarks as much as I use that third-party app. I have, I have across the top, there's little buttons that have subsections in them, but it's all, I, I have now put all my eggs in a third-party app that's not available on Chrome or on Firefox. So it's keeping me from moving over there because I want all those that's things. It? Well, I know. See, it's something silly. It's all personalization. There's always something small that will keep somebody from making a change, and it could be the color of the car. It could be the color of the, the, the interior. So there is now a there's now a an application website called start.me start.me that I'm going to take a look at. It is both for Chrome and for Firefox and it does exactly the same thing. It has a startup dashboard on it. You can have icons, you can have details, you can do RSS feeds, you can do the weather um, sports scores, but it's cross-platform. So I'm hoping now that to switch over to this, and then if I'm using Chrome or Firefox, that same start page will be there for me. It is free. Um, if there is a paid version, which is $25 a month, the difference is you can collaborate, you have no advertisements, and there's additional branding in the $25 a month one. From free to $25 a month is a big jump. I think that if they made that's that, a lot of money. If they made that $7 a month, because those are the only things. Those, that's it. Everything else is free. Bookmarks, RSS feeds, productivity tools, which are like calendars, notes, email. That I, that's um, that seemed, that's a much smaller hurdle than I, I thought that you had. So that's that's good. Well, well I already use Xmarks. So Xmarks and LastPass cross-platform. You know, across all my passwords, all my all my bookmarks. So those bookmarks are there. Um, so we'll 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 have to see what happens. Um, okay. So last week I had mentioned that there was an app out, and I think it was oh I need to pull up the notes from last week. And I said oh I it was Ad AdAware the AdAware removal tool released a new version, and I was all excited. And then I realized that's AdAware removal tool, not ADW Cleaner. Well, this week ADW Cleaner upgraded to version 5 and now ships with Windows 7 compatibility issues. Windows, sorry, Windows 10 compatibility and stuff. So I know I said that completely wrong. Anyways, ADW Cleaner version 5 now supports Windows 10. So I'm looking forward to using that. And actually, I think my upgrade last night, because I did, I'd had a huge, I had a computer that was all infected, um, and I believe it was using ADW Cleaner 5 on with my D7 2. Get it cleaned up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she said, I went to Amazon and got infected. I went, mm, I don't, I, I, she said, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I said, I don't think Amazon got you. She said, well, maybe it's this, the, the, uh, the city of Portland webpage. And I'm like, well, no, that's, mm, no, that's no. Not, no. So I went in there and the first thing I saw was backup.me. And then I started running scans and, oh my, it was, it was everything except conduit. Um, but I ran ADW cleaner, JRT, super anti-spyware, malware bytes, Hitman Pro. Uh, I didn't run Hitman Pro, but I was able to clean it up with all with all the Hitman Pro. I've been really lenient with Hitman Pro just because of the whole one-time, thirty-day. 
that's that's what kind of keeps me from there. Is that like, actually, oh, I can't. If I knew it would work, I'd use it, but I don't want to waste my one chance. It's exactly. Like, I am right. So, totally cheap out. I, I do. I totally cheap out on him. I know it's a great product, and I know it would work great, but if, if, I, if I know this, there is a potential in the future for this person to get infected, then I don't really want to wait. I don't want to show my cards too soon. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, but it, even even after the thirty days, it'll still show you the path you can mail. Well, yeah, but then what? Then I gotta work. Yeah. The whole point, the whole point of the whole point of having these tools, right, is that this is my cost per hour. If you get in and get out soon and not have to work the whole hour, then you've actually now you've made more money. And so the whole point is to be work smarter, not harder. But I don't if I so if it just shows me the path, then I gotta go in and start doing some stuff manually. Yes, I'm cheaping out and I realize that. And I would do oh, it. It's, it's not even that. I have like a, a gambler's like I, uh, a person. I'm I, like, should I roll a dice, should I go for it. I don't know. I'm working through it. It's like, come on, I'm looking for a pretty lady to blow on the dice. I'm like, come on, I really wanna should I do it? I'm like, eh, it's cheap out. So I, I would use Hitman Pro, but so far I've been able to do it with uh, multiple other tools, and, and I got them all nice and clean. I think she expected me to jump in, delete this one file, and be done with it, and it actually took two hours, and she's she's texting me, are you done yet? I'm like, nope, not yet, still scanning. <laughs> like, you got yourself super infected. She was getting pop-ups and redirects, and yeah. she couldn't use a web page because she couldn't. It took um, it took about 15 minutes for even for her to connect to my screen connect just because every time she'd go, um, a pop-up would get in her way, and she'd have to move it or close it, and then another one would pop up. And oh, you did it remotely. You're, you're lucky. Oh yeah, no, I did it all remotely. I didn't have to drive downtown. He's a man. That's the, right. The man. The man. That's right. Uh, I found this one. This one came through today. It's how to find your lost Windows or Office product keys. We've come across these. We've talked about these before in the past. Um, this is from HowToGeek.com, uh, and it it um, some. It it just I mean it's it goes from really simple to pretty more a little more detailed like where can you find your key on the software on the sticker published in your UEFI software you know um, finding any key there's a there's a, a how to basically you're creating a, a registry key or uh, you're creating a, a, a bat file a VBS a VBS script that runs through and does some stuff um, use Nearsoft. Um, read the you know read the key from the COA sticker so it has all of this kind of stuff but if you're ever looking for how to find your key and there's multiple different products out there, give this one a shot. And the last one that I have, at least for me, is Google released a product called OnHub. And I don't... I watched a little video about it. It's this Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi streaming app. Um, well, it, okay. How does it work? Apparently, there's an app it goes in it modifies your wireless network and boosts the signal ish i wish i knew exactly what it was because it's a google product and it one of those things is like it's a flashy web page it looks really nice but i have no idea what it does <laughs> hmm. um it, it's supposed to be it's okay well, why is it different than other routers today on hub looks for different uh, than other routers because it's designed to be out in the open which gives you the best signal so it's this little tube it kind of looks like a can of oatmeal like the quaker box oatmeal can you can put it anywhere um, it uses an, a mobile app, and it's supposed to, as your wireless changes and the and the and the devices change, come and go, your wireless devices, it's supposed to modify and shape the network to get you the best to bet the best resources. And I don't know, it's pre-order right now. It looks kind of interesting. I've heard about it briefly in the past. It kind of came back out again. It's $199. Um, I don't know. Um, so the mm. the the specs are smooth. Streamless. Um, 
AC 1900 for Wi-Fi speeds up to 1900 megabits, 13 high-powered antennas, um, supports both 2.4 and 5 gigahertz ranges. Um, I'm intrigued when I see where Google is selling hardware. Yeah. That's all reason, I, because my first thought is, why? What's their deal? What are they, why are they doing this? What's, you know, what are they getting out of this? It, I mean, obviously, when they, when they saw, like, their, you know, the tablets, the phones, whatever, I, I get that. I mean, that's, that makes sense. But this thing, it doesn't, it's not even, I don't even see any branding on it for Google. So what's, well, what's, it, unless there's some kind, you know, I'm sure that, some would speculate there's some kind of tricky Google stuff going on. So I don't think that's the case. I mean, so now I'm just going to assume it's a really, really great product that they decide to get behind. And, 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 and now I'm interested, but that's, uh, I, I, I'm just always intrigued when I see Google selling hardware. Why is Google, you know, right? Well, I mean, right? yeah. Hmm. yeah. Interesting. So we'll take it. We'll keep it. I'm going to keep an eye on it. It's 199. That's kind of a top end router, but I've been having wireless issues in my house. So, Maybe I'll get it, throw it downstairs because it looks like you just put it anywhere. I'll just put it somewhere and see what it does. <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, if I make sure it's tied down or so, it looks like something. Someone might take it and put coffee in. It. I mean, that's what it looks like to me. Uh, yeah, it looks like a big thermostat. Thermos. <laughs> so, gotta make sure. Um, we've received. We're asking for email, and we received an email from. And I'm gonna mess this up. I think it's. Is it Tiny? T i e n i e. I don't know, and I apologize for messing it up. She, well, it actually doesn't say she, so this could be he, and I apologize. Because uh, it says, hi, guys, my name is Tiny, or Teeny, I don't know, and she's, and I'm from South Africa. I regularly cool. follow, follow your show and wanted to say that I miss it. I'm a Peppermint Linux user, and I like it when you mention Linux on the podcast. Please don't stop the podcast. Kind regards. So, uh, Linux, Hi. Linux, Linux, Linux. Hey, um, the, <laughs> uh, I, I actually, I, I booted into my... Uh, um, my Linux Mint. I use a Linux my Linux Mint live disk to boot into that P4 machine and to, to inspect what was on the hard drives before I uh, wrote over them. And I was going to install Mint on it because I I really I've always liked Mint. Um, and the Windows 10 took me surprise by surprise and successfully installed. But uh, <laughs> uh, I, I I always think. Whenever we go from these new versions of Windows, I'm like, you know what, this is it. This is what I'm going to look around and see, you know, what version of Linux really should I install? What gets me excited? And I'm always, and I look around, I never really get, like, that answer. And I, I ask, some, ask some friends that use Linux, and, <clears throat> and, I, and I just always end up coming back to Mint. I don't know why, so. Yeah. Well, um, Mint, now, would you use the Mate or the Cinnamon desktop? The... Um, See, and those are the questions I just that piss me off about Linux. Um, I yeah, it's you know because either I can't arrive at a, at a question at an answer, or I I I think that uh, actually, and you know you know what? After about a half hour of like going through all that, I said I just said screw this, and I downloaded Sonar because I wanted to see where they were at in the project, and I was going to install that. <laughs> Nice. Well, that's yeah. by our good friend Jonathan Nadu. Yeah, um, so, you know, so sonar. Sorry, Jonathan. Windows 10 install, installed on my P4 machine, so I didn't. I didn't try out your sonar. No, but, but, but I, I, think, I, 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 I do follow that's... that. I do. I do follow that project. I'm fascinated by it, and I, I, I throw all my weight behind it as far as, um, you know, what they're doing there. 
We should get him. We should get Jonathan on the show. I, I, I would love to have him back on and see where that project's at. Let's do that. Let's reach out. So, Jonathan, I don't know if you follow us. I'm gonna hit you up on Voxer. We'll get you on the show. But he runs the Accessible Computing Foundation, where he creates a product called Sonar. It's a Linux distro. Distro that's for um, people with disabilities. Uh, hearing. Um, Jonathan um, is blind. Uh, has been blind for many years. Uh, and that man, that man can find his way around Boston blind faster than I can find my way around Boston with sight. He knows. Everywhere to go, and I am I that he humbles me when I am with him. Just a just a great man. Um, so we'll get him back on the show. Uh, I'm going to be installing probably on this machine here Ubuntu Mate. Go back over to that with Martin Wimpress. He's a gentleman that um, that uh, is one of the the leaders of that Ubuntu Mate um, distro. Uh, I believe he has reached out to Doordor Geek and Cody, and will be on Linux for the rest of us at some point in the future. So that'll be exciting to to hear. Um, to hear that coming up, um, and if and Tini, if you're not or Tani, Tini, I apologize. I'm going to thrash your name again. If you're not following Linux for the rest of us on the Podnets network, check that one out. That's with Dor and Cody. I jump on there every now and then when I can. Right now it's softball season for me, um, but I jump on there as well, and we just talk about Linux. Yeah, real quick. Uh, that was episode 87. Uh, you can find that um, there at Podnets with Jonathan Nadeau. Undoubtedly, still my favorite episode of Geeksters we've ever done. Uh, and Jonathan, he, my grandmother told me this, but I, it's kind of hard to understand until I, I think that listening to Jonathan, you understand this. But she, she tried, she tried to explain the, the the difference between sight, having sight, and having vision. And so they're two different things. Um, you don't need eyesight to actually have good quote unquote vision and she had that, and he does that as well. And so, you know, to to watch people who are have limited eyesight to actually see them get around, how they use the world, I mean, the way the guy uses the computer, um, he demonstrates the difference between having eyesight and having good vision. So, thanks for the email. That was all. That was great. Yeah. Yep. Well, guys, I'm gonna have to. Um, you know, I gotta cut the. It's not too short, but we've been here for for just about an hour now. I have a double header tonight. Um, so. In softball, so hopefully we'll we'll win. We uh, won one last lost one last week, um, and my my hitting game is back on. All of a sudden it came back, so I'm excited to get out there and um, start start doing well tonight. But uh, do you have any final re- closing remarks or anything you want to mention to anybody? Nope, fall ball fall ball starting up for me here. So with uh, with my daughter, with my daughter. Very nice. So. My daughter did try out last week for um, a team of twelve. They already had eight going in. She was one of twelve trying out for four positions. Didn't wow. make it. Didn't make it. Um, but I was you break a couple legs out in the parking lot. Well, it was so. it was a learning experience. As a coach, we got to see some new skills and tactics. You know, for 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 coaching. I think my daughter is more excited about it. She's been using a bat that was apparently a little heavy. The coach gave her her different a different bat, and my daughter started just cracking them to the fence. So oh. uh, now my daughter wants to buy a two hundred fifty dollar bat. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, Mitch, if people can get a hold of us or want to get a hold of us, uh, give us a phone call, give us an email. Uh, that was the best sure, way to do that. Uh, send us your emails at keysters@pilots.com and send us some voicemails at seven zero seven six seven six three six eight eight. And Tim, if people want to reach out and talk to you and. Um, find out some more information from yeah. you. I'm Tim Bauermeister on the G+. Right, I said, and I'm 
Sorry, I got distracted by another project that just came in. Uh, I'm Martin Obando. I'm M. Obando in Google+, uh, Obando Computing in the chat form, in the chat there. Um, again, if you guys want to hang out with us, just follow me on Google+. What, you what know, you let, there, was that long, there was that long pause there. It's almost as if you guys do the show without me, and then I just like fill in blanks later on, and it's, all, it's just edited together. It's like, you know, even we can't stand that guy. We do it without him, and we just leave spaces for him to fill later on. He just, you know. No. <laughs> I got. I was like shiny thing, and 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 just looked over there, and I got to. That's out of that's the what's the way it's gonna. Say. It's like we just dove at jerk, and we can't stand. Oh, it that's not true. Well, that's let's see. That's it's okay. That's what people expect you to say. Why would I say that? I because it's true. It's not true. Long Anyways. Space. Long, okay. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> Mobando and Google Plus. That's where you can follow me. Follow me there to find out about when the shows come on, what we can uh, and and stuff. Uh, Obando computing in the chat. Now that Tim has completely thrown my groove off, I am all flustered. I am now disgruntled, and now I can't even say it. I can't even say it. Oh, Mark does groove back. My, what? Uh, I didn't say anything. <laughs> all right, guys. Have a great fiscal week. Stay gruntled. There you go. <laughs> See you next week. Bye.